hot for teacher. We thought we were done. We thought we were finished. We thought we would never talk about a movie minute by minute again. But we were wrong. Join us as we get to know the cast next door. Welcome to the cast next door, where we love your mother's cookies. We talk about the micro-thriller, The Boy Next Door, minute by exquisitely gorgeous minute. With me today, talking about minute 71, is Daniel Ifflin. Hello. And Antu. What up? And I am your host, Park Parkinson. So, it's a good minute. We have, a, we have, a, we have some good stuff in here. We have had a good conversation. Finally, J-Lo was talking with the police about something. <laughs> uh, she's gotten some information first. Um, Officer Shredder. Uh, as Antu has reminded us, tells J-Lo about the car accident. He's, that was last minute. And uh, in this one, he shows her the car. That's I guess that's that's the main thing. They chat a little bit with the car. Yeah. Yeah. J-Lo first, she asked him, like, are you sure the brakes, the brakes couldn't have been cut? You know, could it have been tampering with the brakes? And the cop says, nah. Nah. That's they, crazy talk. They said that they just assumed they were drunk. Basically, it's not stuff yeah. to drink. Yeah, and it's assumed. Yeah. They say, well, we couldn't test the bodies for alcohol because it, they were all burned up. And the dad yeah. had like a history of DUIs and all that stuff. Yeah. Right. Some more backstory there. Yeah. Yeah, his dad's so he, uh, maybe that's Clearly why they, he deserved to go. Maybe that's why they blew up. <laughs> you know, what's... Uh, so full of alcohol that they just went up at the was, But he was... Maybe he was, uh, he was a bootlegger and he was transporting... <laughs> um, mash in the back of the car Explains and minivan. Uh, it exploded did you yeah that's that we answered your question on this is why he has a minivan it's because he's bootlegging and he's got like just gallons of uh of corn whiskey in the back you wait. guys have corn in australia right we corn, corn. <laughs> yeah wait did you just i'm just, I'm just playing with you yeah. what do your people eat <laughs> do you eat corn? You guys, the, the podcast, you can't see the hilarious hand gestures I've made. Yeah. Wait, you said you mentioned mash. What's what's mash? Part of the process, like the the, the fermentation, is you you mash up the uh, vegetable matter you're using that has the sugars in it. Uh, you sort of create a mash with that, and then add the yeast to it, um, and then you uh, it changes the yeast changes the sugars into alcohol and then you strain out the other stuff and end up with the clear liquid um we mountain have, dew as we used to call it in america or white lightning we have it here but it's just in prisons no okay yeah we have it here but it's just in uh west virginia wait uh are you not mentioning <laughs> something about yourself daniel have you been to prison <laughs> you know no, what the mash is like is that what you're trying supply. to tell us Big supplier of potatoes and carrots. I know all the tricks. This is like J-Lo's first time speaking to a cop. Like, after her horrendous experience in the evidence dungeon. No mention of it. She doesn't want to... She, I think she's still thinking, I don't want anyone to find out that I slept with a student. Yeah. And what's more important than telling the police that this student has an evidence dungeon with, like, a picture of me sleeping on the wall... 
I mean, a picture on the wall of me sleeping. Yeah. What's more important than that is protecting, you know, my good reputation. Yeah, it yeah. It does about feel, that. yeah, it does feel like it's gone a little past that, Claire. Like, I think we need to yeah. reel your worry back in about that. I mean, you know, I've never been in that situation. Touch wood, obviously, that someone <laughs> desperately wanted to sleep with me and took photos of me. I'll probably take that one to my grave. But uh, it does feel like maybe J-Lo can talk to the policeman that she's talking to about other stuff. I fully expected a conversation about something else to break out because she's just so desperate to avoid talking about the actual thing she should call the police about. So yeah, it's a nice hangout. How long have you been how long's the police force been here? What, seven, eight <laughs> years? This sort of <laughs> I like your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about some other cases. What's going on with your this, badge uh, motorbike is so shiny. <laughs> yeah. maybe she's asking him about his reformed past. Like as in, hey, I used to be the leader of a gang of teenagers that fought turtles. Now I clean my act up, <laughs> went back to school, became a cop. And now I'm here. This cop is having just an incredibly fascinating story. I, I want that to be true. I want this to be the secret sequel to Secret of the Ooze. That uh, later on, the cop... That, then the, then there should be the cop story. This should be the cop... We'll be talking about whose movie is what. This should be the cop's movie about... He, he cleaned himself up. He got his act together. You know, he... He, he got off the ooze or whatever. <laughs> got and, off the uh, ooze. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know... And and became a cop. He became a, a, a police officer. Moved out of L.A. You know, to, to nice, beautiful San Bernardino. <laughs> it's a for all I know, it's a hellhole. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I most of my, my life in the Midwest in Florida. So, uh, uh, and then, you know, at, at the at the end of it, he should be the one to catch Noah. Then yeah. that would be great. Well, that movie with 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 karate. That movie would have to have a scene after this where he calls Ethan and goes, "Hey, Ethan." Uh, I spoke to that woman that called me. It was a pretty weird <laughs> conversation. <laughs> we we need to have a chat about this. She knew something that she wasn't telling me, and she uh, had a look inside the minivan, which is my favorite part of this minute, is after she says, is this the 2006 minivan? Or is this a 2006 minivan? And he says, yeah, it is. And she just walks on side. the window. She yeah. identifies it. Well, he, we, didn't, we said this yet. He shows her. Yeah, the car. The minivan. They walk through a hangar. Yeah. As as he's telling in the previous minute, he'd been telling her the story. They're on their way walking to. Yeah, it looks like an evidence hangar or like an evidence warehouse. It's the legitimate evidence dungeon. It's yes, yes. Well, it's, well, it's very airy for a dungeon, but it's the police version of yeah. the evidence dungeon, um, with lots of light and space, and shows her the car, which it's been a couple of years, right? I mean, yeah, that happened a couple of years ago. Years ago, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, and and they they wrote the case off. It's over. How long do they save this burned out shell of a car? Hey, all right. The effects team worked hard to exploit that car. (laughs) Let them show the goddamn results on screen, all right, people. Uh, as they're walking to, they go past another couple of investigators looking at a smashed up blue car. And the uh, one of the investigators gets out a tape measure and goes, hmm, and has a look. And it is tremendous background extra work. One of the best things I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, oh I, f- I would have watched that minute again. Just to, I, I missed that. Just as they walk into around. the evidence hangar. That sounds good. It's tremendous. Good extra work. Yeah. Good extra work. Yeah, I was very put off. I'm like, this, this car is still here. We saved it. I guess it wouldn't have been enough to show her pictures. Um, 
And uh, and she asks, yeah, she asks, is this a 2006 minivan? <laughs> Which every time they say that again, it sounds weirder and weirder. And more and more like I'm imagining that's what someone would say as they were introducing the concept car, you know. And in another year, another, <laughs> next year, we're rolling out the 2006 <laughs> minivan. And they, the car is on a rotating platform all shiny. But it's just a minivan, most boring-looking car ever. It's a box <laughs> with wheels on it. And he sort of rummed into us a little bit because when she asked, "Is that a, is this a, was this a 2006 minivan?" He goes, "Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Exactly, yeah. it's exactly a like car astonished. that doesn't have a name." <laughs> <laughs> well, and like astonished, like that's exactly what it is. How did you guess that this thing was a minivan that you see right in front of you? <laughs> like I can tell it's a minivan. <laughs> Is that? I mean, it's not that. It's not that burned out that you can't tell it's a minivan. I guess the fact that it's 2006 would be like a little strange. That'd be like but, something like weird that to be a savant of. Like you can tell what sort of car something is like based on its burnt out husk. <laughs> like, that's her skill. That's the weirdest version of I can name that too that I can imagine <laughs> is I can I can tell any car yeah by its exploded burnout. You explode it, I identify it. <laughs> Could you tell from before if like if you just showed you? No, no, no. <laughs> I have only seen it's someone from like the Mad Max future who's only seen <laughs> yeah. it's like almost all the cars they see are just you know bombed out wrecks, and uh, they only identify cars via that. So, uh, so then he asked, he, literally the cop asked her, is there anything else I need to know? I think those are his exact yeah, words. Is there anything else I need to know? And J-Lo says, no. Yeah, she whispers, no. It's like, oh, no. J-Lo. Even, even the way she says no makes it even more conspicuous that she obviously has something. But I would say this is, this is where Shredder falls out on the job. He really should have said like, you say no, yeah. <laughs> but you say no like someone who's got a lot to say. Can we talk about this? Wait, is this a favor that, like, Ethan's pulled for, like, yeah. J-Lo? Like, hey, like, hey, I'm going to show you around this lot for no reason. Of course, stranger lady, you can see, like, yeah. these wrecks. For a universe in which she is so reluctant to go to the police, the police are apparently very easy to contact and deal with and just helpful, even if you have the most inane questions of, hey, um, a friend of mine's <laughs> father or a friend of my son's father died in a car wreck. Can I see the car Yeah, what? from two years ago? Can you show me the officer who was in charge of the investigation? Could he come out and show me the car, come out to the, the evidence warehouse and show me the car? And they're like, yeah, sure. You, you, you're dating. Your friend is dating a cop from a different city. <laughs> We're happy to help you out. That pretense, like, what was the pretense that got her there? What did Ethan say, or what did J Lo say when she got his number? What did she say? Like, I can't understand what you would give that would then allow that cop to to give you all that. Maybe she said, "I, I have a bet with my husband. I can identify a 2006 <laughs> minivan." <laughs> From its burnt-out husk, please indulge my needs. Because he never asked, like, the question he asks is, um, is there anything else I need to know? The question he should be asking is, what the hell are you doing here, lady? Why are we here? Why did you want to see this? Yeah. What are you here for? But no, uh, he doesn't go, he doesn't dig any deeper, and she provides no information. Our minute just ends with her saying, 
And no. but at that point, he does know that she thinks the brakes have been tampered with because she asked. That's the only question she asked. It was a very specific yeah. question. It's not like she said. Not like you know, if she had have said. So is it possible a bird flew in and distracted them or something? No, she says. <laughs> is the brakes tampered with? And he's like, mm, is there something else you need to know? Well, I think she has an idea, Detective Johnny. I like the idea of like this. This mini event had a terrible accident. It's probably either due to well, it could be someone cut the brakes. It could be there's a drunk driver or bird strike because very often <laughs> an albatross will get sucked into the engines of a minivan and it will just careen out of control and smack into a truck carrying sewer pipes oh. and then it will explode because that's what minivans do when they hit something else going at like. 40 miles an hour it would have been a nice touch just, just in the it. evidence hangar to have the truck like pan past the truck as they walk with the, the burnout <laughs> tube husks <laughs> in the background like a nice matte painting yeah, maybe I would like giant bars coming out of the wall and have the truck like hung up on the wall like the weirdest like Applebee's but instead of license plates they have an actual truck but it's, and it's also like burnt mm. out and, and ruined and she's like oh yeah that's a Isuzu uh, 94 right <laughs> That's a that's a that's a 1995 pickup truck or 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 a, a, a 1995 semi truck, right? Yes, that's exactly what it is. Wait, how they, did you know? Do they hang? So they just hang. Sorry, this is an Applebee's question. As an Australian, do they? So they just hang license plates. It's not actual like fronts of cars that they cut off or something. Oh like no! That. See, and I I said Applebee's because I thought you guys wouldn't know what Cracker Barrel was. Oh, we know Which that. I bet you don't either. But uh, but uh, Applebee, I thought it'd be wider. Applebee's yeah, has like weird crap on the wall, like old street signs and um, hmm. and license plates and um, it's Mo's family feedback. Farm tools. <laughs> okay. Pictures of people. Yeah, it's like a. I guess actually, Cracker Barrel is more farm tools. But yeah, it's like weird like <laughs> crap you would get tools. from someone's. From someone's garage, and they just stick it up on the wall. At at so we have a restaurant in America called called Cracker Barrel, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be kind of a, a country down home themed, farm themed like sort of restaurant uh, with like a little gift shop in the front, and they do have like like bits of old plows, you or like like a, like a like a like farm tools like you actually would see on the wall mm-hmm. as well as it's Applebee's will have things from like the like 80s or 70s or 60s on the wall and Cracker Barrel is more things that look like they're from the like 1920s and 30s it's it's kind of a depression era themed <laughs> restaurant <laughs> now that I think about it that's very strange we have a depression themed restaurant here in the United States and it's uh Weirdly popular, especially for um, like travelers. Like they're all by, they're almost all by freeway exits. That sounds super depressing. Like <laughs> as in, like it's almost like, hey, remember, like remember that poverty that could that could come back at any moment. Enjoy your abundance now while you can. That's what that but suggests. But it's all like the idea of Cracker Barrel is to eat like you were one of the lucky people during the depression. <laughs> so it's like, it's like big helpings of farm food and everything surrounding you is like, um, old tiny, like twenties through forties looking stuff. 
And so, yeah, I guess the I, now, now I imagine what would really finish off Cracker Barrel was if you looked outside and saw a breadline hmm. of people just waiting to get food or, or for work. And that would really, like, round out the experience. Just dust blowing past the windows. <laughs> really gaunt waitresses and waiters. <laughs> America's Dust Bowl themed restaurant. Mm. Did you guys have anything you would add about this minute? No. No. It was a good one. I like the mystery diversion. That now is never spoken about again. Zip in for... It's one minute. Oh, two minutes. You come in, you go out, done. doesn't actually even go into anything else in the... Because we already know Noah's bonkers. Like, it's not as if we needed to know that he killed his parents as well. This just confirmed for Claire... JLo, that uh, indeed Noah did try and ki- not only did he try and kill her husband and also almost killed Kevin, but before then he killed his own father. So it's just sort of like it confirms for her that Noah is incredible. He's a murderer and he's incredibly dangerous. But which I gotta say, it should already oh, yeah. be very clear that he's dangerous. Yeah. Like, you were already worried he might break into your house. Like, how much more... I mean, okay, he is more dangerous now, I guess. But he was already so far past the you-need-to-call-the-cops level of dangerous that... And it doesn't make a difference. She finds this information out. Okay, so now I know there is a homicidal maniac out there tried to kill my family, possibly is going to be going after me. Now she knows for sure. Lives are on the line. She could have just said, hey, but hey detect- Detective do Johnny, could, could you make a call for me? Like, uh, <laughs> there's a maniac running around in my house. If you could just uh, help me out here for a second. Because like, it's still live. The, the threat is still live at this stage because yeah. Vicky saw him turn the car around and drive away but because it was kevin that one time j-lo's like yeah no i'll just head off to san bernardino now like what happened to kevin everything's fine oh well we find out in the next minute don't we yeah yeah no she's i'm just gonna leave kevin at home he'll be good well thank you guys thank you for joining me daniel is there is there anything you want to you want to give your twitter handle it's uh d ifland with two f's i do not tweet but you know follow me anyway and on to do you want to do you want to plug for anybody? Uh, <laughs> having uh, yeah, I think I'll just throw out a plug to uh, Juicy Melon Jim, uh, Jim's uh, band, quote unquote. Uh, yeah, he put out a new album recently called Jim is Confused. Uh, give it a listen on Bandcamp, people. All right, thanks very much, guys. I thank you for listening to A Talking Cast Presents The Cast Next Door. I've been your host, the improbably named Park Parkinson. My guests were Daniel Ifland and Antu. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at First Iliad, all one word. Download new episodes at thecastnextdoor.wordpress.com or subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Artwork by Josh Hollis. Edited by Darren Husted. Produced by Darren Husted. Executive producer, Park Parkinson. The Boy Next Door is owned by Blumhouse, Smart Entertainment, Nurikin, and Universal Pictures. No infringement is intended. Copyright 2015. All rights reserved. This is the first edition?